monthly Patreon episode. <clears throat> this might get cut out, but it might not. I don't know. All right, we're recording. I'm eating steak. Kringus Gillespie is here. Eating steak yep. like a, like a, like a, like an animal. Like a racist. That's how. That's what they do. <laughs> I'm eating steak. steak racist. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I've eaten steak my entire life, viewers. And I don't know if we're gonna release this on video or not. But I just I pick it up with a fucking fork, and I goddamn take a bite. Fork, of it and eat it. fork with a hard R. Listen to him. <laughs> fork. Fork. He eats it all with a fork. <laughs> but um, that's Krangus Gillespie that you guys are here. And he's here. He's back. He's done a bonus episode before. He's This is his third time on the show. Our first ever guest, by the way, making yeah, a return. Um, I think the very first episode didn't even, <laughs> it was bad. Like, we just didn't do it. You guys yeah. didn't put it up. Because something happened with their audio or something. I don't even we remember. Tried, we tried to release it on Facebook, and the quality was so bad. Oh, yeah. That's so when we, we were trying to get... Yeah, we were trying to get the... it was in the middle of the pandemic, and there was, it was like when you guys first started, and it was like... Yeah, I hadn't basically quite it up, figured it out yet. Us hanging out on, on the computer. That's, that's what it was. Pretty we're, fitting for quarantine. I mean, that's the way it went. Yeah, that's. I learned real quick that Facebook sucks to... Uh, to stream to so we decided to stop doing that after that yeah but people are always asking me for my shows they're always like dude can you live stream it and i'm like hey just buy a fucking ticket b <laughs> they want me to live stream ticketed events i'm like well then why the hell would people buy tickets to this event if i live stream it yeah but also why? that would be god awful <laughs> like i mean if you had your own website that there's no way that would work you had your own website behind you know like a paywall if you could do something like that like you had to pay to see well, actually a live do, stream. I didn't think about that i do have a website with the, that i could put a paywall on yeah and you guys this podcast is featured on that website yeah. that's right and for a 5.99 a month you can go to <laughs> landmassentertainment.com to listen to open micros podcast which yeah. you can get for free anywhere else <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be nuts if I if I for secretly you guys found out that I've just been making money off. Of <laughs> that's like that's where all of our downloads have been going. <laughs> people are but, uh, paying. You guys six, are huge in Japan. <laughs> people are paying six dollars a month to hear this yep. show. We actually do have two percent listeners in Japan. So, Konichiwa. Oh, really? Konichiwa. I'm actually playing a samurai deck, so I understand your culture, Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Samurai Jack was great. I love that cartoon. Did you see the when they remade it? The, no, I didn't remade, see the it was like remake. A sequel, like the sequel or whatever. No, I didn't see. Ew, it was Jacob. really good. It was like dark and it was good. Jacob, is, I'm not recording video right now, but Jacob is deep throating a uh, a kielbasa right now, and it's. Are you, and raw, you... Are you raw dogging a hot dog? <laughs> yep. <laughs> No condom, just right in your mouth. Oh, yeah. You found if you guys want to see this on the Patreon, hit me up and I'll put it? the content on there. Oh, yeah. yeah deep throat it. Yeah, deep throat it, dude. <laughs> Swallow. Oh, close your mouth. <laughs> I'm choking. All the way in there. What kind of sausage okay, can, is that? It's a better cheddar. It has cheese in it. Ugh. Oh, man. I can get it all, all, like, all the way in there if I put it in my cheek. His dick also has cheese in it, so... Jacob's like, what's the worst thing you could... Ah, Good God. lord. I'll shoot it out like a missile. 
I am completely disgusted. Oh, it, it went on my desk. Oh, Jacob. It's, it's wet. I didn't I didn't know I was gonna get my sexual awakening today. Here we are. <laughs> but here we are. Jason, you missed that, buddy. You missed a really great show with that drag show. Um, I know. I know. Oh, hey, we I actually officially talked to them. We're booking it again uh, May 13th. Sweet. Yeah, I um, I nominate Jason Robbins to be on that bitch. Yeah. I bet you would be a good fit for that. All right, I do have to book. I do have to book other comics this time. Although, which is no disparagement against the comics that were on. Everybody was great, but you know how it goes. You just want it. You don't want it to be the same show every time. Yeah, right. Exactly. You don't. You don't want to pay for a different ticket to see the same thing. Right. Right. But uh, and the and the the drag queen uh, for everybody the listeners who just had a uh, really good show. Honestly. It's ultimately the greatest show that I've ever like conceptualized and then produced. But it's the idea is comedians go up to a panel and perform in front of a panel of drag queens who kind of judge. I say judge, it's more like a roasting and riffing after their sets. But then afterwards, the drag queens do their performance with a comedian or a panel of comedians that uh, roast and riff with them. So it was it was just a great night. Like multiple people got fucked in the face by a dude. Um, I don't know. It was, you just had to be there, man. Yeah, there was a surprise male stripper who made by yeah. far the most money that night because yeah. he was getting his g-string stuffed. There well, I know a, what I'm doing next show. In the audience for that show. <laughs> there was a lot of ladies in the audience for that show. There were a lot of ladies, and there was one soccer mom that saw his big old schlong, and uh, and then he sent me a friend request today. So <laughs> come Facebook. with the schlong. <laughs> I, you know <laughs> what? Like a dick pic and then friend request. That's I'm a, waiting. That's a power move. A dick pick and then like an unsolicited dick pick and then the friend request. Yeah. <laughs> if you that's... like what you see, there's more where that came from. <laughs> yeah, that he he means business. <laughs> that oh my god, that's like you're right. That's the power move of all power moves. Yeah. It's like here's my dick. Now accept my friend request. Yeah. And then the, his profile picture is the dick pick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there are definitely it's guys his, it's that his do cover, that. Like, cover photo too. <laughs> no, one, it's, dude, it's like a side you gotta do view. The, the, the profile pic is the balls, but it's the same shot. So the cover photo is the dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to DM him right now and tell him to do that for his OnlyFans. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I was gonna say, I'm sure Facebook is not gonna take uh, kindly to that. Yeah, but I mean, what else Facebook. are you gonna? Yeah, fuck. We just Face talked fuck about that fucking shit. That Face company owes me book. so much money on ads that just they never put out, but they stole the money from me anyway. And you're just like, what? Am I gonna take them to small claims court for four hundred dollars? Like, and Mark Zuckerberg helps Russia. <laughs> <laughs> You're going. You're you're trying to one up Joe Rogan. I feel he's <laughs> like making a hey, If if President Zelensky subscribes to our Patreon, we'll send help to Ukraine. What is the help? We just send one of the comedians to start an open mic in yeah. Ukraine. Well, Absolutely, we're gonna send Krangus Gillespie. <laughs> oh, for God, God, Zelensky is a comedian. We're like, you can get time, Zelensky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zelensky, do you want stage time? But you gotta, this... but you gotta bring ten people. <laughs> You have to bring 10 people to this bombed-out IHOP. Speaking <laughs> of which, that was the reason you, uh, we were going to do this bonus episode because we got a, a lot of stories from just nutty-ass open mics. 
Yes, absolutely. We uh, that's that's the theme. If you guys haven't caught on for to these bonus episodes, is that we're gonna come on, we're gonna bring a different comedian with us each month, and they're gonna tell some crazy fucking open mic stories and show stories. We're gonna tell some. And before we get into that, Kringus, we got let's do our plugs real quick. So right. we, I don't want to do the plugs at the end before everyone's you know tuned out. So yeah, they we're can pretty, just fucking we're pretty hot right now. So we're, we're hot. We're getting. Yeah, this is a baby. bonus episode. We don't have to do shout outs on this one. They the, the shout outed people get this episode first. So right, but but I want to hear what Kringus has going on. Let's get the plugs out of the way. Oh, my plugs. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, obviously, every Monday, you, Jacob, are uh, hosting the show over at the um, the old Kraken, but now it's called Temptations, Food and Spirits. And then obviously, every Tuesday, I host the Juke. And then Wednesday, still, I wish both of you can come, but it's every Wednesday at Four Judgment in Long Beach. My God, that show. Last week, we literally did like a bumping mic style. It was a packed house, and like we were just riffing with the audience. It's crowd work. People were fucking with us, but it was fun. I, uh, I mean, at one point, uh, somebody made a 9-11 joke and then Tibbs was up there with me and uh, I said a joke that landed and she was like, well, that bombed worse than the 9-11 did. And it was just like stuff like that. It's a great show uh, for just like crowd participation. And then uh, every Saturday we have the show over at um, Jack's by the Tracks where we actually have like a headliner. And this week it's Kimberly from New Orleans and... Cody, I don't know if I, I know I've announced it today, but Cody Calabra's coming down, so he's going to be featuring for her this week. Awesome. Oh, yeah, that's a that's a funny uh, fucking guy right there, dude. Uh, he's going to be on that, and then, yeah, I mean, uh, we, we're going to have the direct, I do have another show, a veteran-friendly show called PTSR, April 15th at the Juke, where a bunch of, uh, basically every comedian on the on the lineup is from, a represents a different branch of service. And then, of course, we're going to rebook that Drag Meets Comedy again on uh, May 13th. So those are the events I've got coming up. Hell yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I'm glad we got your plugs out of the way. People can't fucking skip through it at the end now because they have to stay around for them hot, hot stories. Kring, is, I, I'm, I know you've got a lot of them, but first, I, I want to hear about Thunder Negro. Oh, God. Well, I, sh- I didn't know you were going to bring that one up because I, I, I could. Because uh, he, he, he commented on my YouTube recently and it was like seven years later. I, I don't I could just get the gist of it. But so Thunder Negro. So there was a club, by the way, this club, it was it's called Stand Up Scottsdale. It's not there anymore, but it was featured on Bar Rescue. You can actually see me leave the stage on the back to the bar episode. And uh, but at this club, I for about a year, I ran their open mic. And this is a a city open mic where it's like 40 comics come in every night. There's no audience. All the comics, like throughout the, you you wouldn't think 40 comics are there because like literally all of them are on the patio smoking and there's like five (laughs) comics in there just waiting to go up. You know, it's just a a gone awful open mic already. And, uh, but there's for about three weeks, this guy would come in a little short Mexican guy. He would always sign up as Thunder Negro. And I, at the time, this is before cancel culture really became a thing. I would look at it and I wouldn't say it because I was like, this is stupid. And I would just go up there as a host and be like, all right, you know who you are. If you want your stage time, just come up here. I'm not saying it. Like on principle, I'm just not saying like, I'm okay with stage names, but come on, dude. And then uh, he would come up there and just bomb, just eat dog shit. It was like complete silence in front of five people. And then finally, the uh, one day the owner comes down so every once in a while, he would come down to look at the open mic to see if he should watch out for somebody. And he saw that name signed up, and he was like, 
dude, who the fuck is that? And I was like, oh, it's that weird guy over there. I don't know. He signs up like that. I never say it. And he was like, tell him to get the, tell him to come over here. And we were like, okay, hey, you, come here. And he came over there and he was like, dude, you're not allowed to be back ever again. Get the fuck out of my club. And the guy, as boisterous as he had been up until that, he started, like, tears started coming down his face and he started going, I can't believe this institution would try to censor comedy like that. Or no, he said censor art like this. <laughs> art is what he called it. He went. He didn't say comedy, he said art. And the art was the fact that he would sign up as Thunder Negro. That's the art that he wanted out into the universe. So uh, I guess the whole comedy scene, it was kind of one of those Jason Waterfall moments where everybody made fun of it for a while and then we forgot about him. I was in Panama City with you, Jacob. And I was yeah. like, look at the, I got a negative review on my YouTube channel, which my YouTube, the funny thing is it's not like my TikTok or Instagram where I'm actually trying to build it. My YouTube literally exists just to give to bookers. Like I put like submission paint videos on there to give to a booker. And he comments on one of the videos. I was going to try to pull it up, but it's too much. But he started like, aren't you that dog shit comedian from years ago that tried to censor art? <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know, it could have been like the greatest callback of all time. But I was like, I mean, we're talking like five years later, he does this. Like, yeah, that's the story of uh, Thunder Negro. So Thunder Negro headlines the Juke Joint win. Oh, man. Um, February 56th. <laughs> that's what we'll do. We'll call it when, uh, when, Russia, when Russia leaves Ukraine, we'll book Thunder Negro. Instant peace. Who's on you, Putin? If you want to see this art, then you're going to have to fucking stop being a turd. Oh, no, you guys keep going. I'm going to email Vladimir Putin. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's on Facebook. But, Is he? <laughs> but just to, like, I don't know, play devil's advocate, maybe he was using negro as the Spanish word for black, so he was thunder black. I mean, not, it definitely didn't tie into any of his dog shit. I think one of the jokes he did was he brought a plant on stage and went, oh, that's Robert Plant. And it was like... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Rob Comedy's been over since, like, 74, dude. Like, come on. I, I laughed so loud that Zoom came up and was like, playing music, question mark? <laughs> that's not even... That honestly isn't even the crazy one, dude. Like, there's there's some nutty ass shit that I've seen at open mics. Um, we keep going, or are we we working back. Yes, uh, yes. keep going. going. Yeah, keep going, okay. Brother. So, the, like, one of the ones that I prepared was um, so I'm not going to use names because I actually do respect pretty much all the parties involved here. Um, and then in the in, in the incident that happened, like one person is the one that like took the brunt of the punishment and shouldn't have. And I became very good friends with her, you know, through the process. But I will say the story. So there was a guy in the scene, and this is all in Phoenix. And uh, he was dating another comic. And uh, they were hot and heavy. And one night, he was up at, I think, I can't remember. The, I think it was the Hidden House. Actually, I know the night before, it was at my mic. And he, uh, I, I'm the host, and he goes, hey. Uh, Chris, that was before the Krangus nickname came up. Chris, was my girlfriend at your house last night? And she wasn't. And I was like, because I used to host from the back because there's too many comics to go up. I wouldn't like take the stage in the middle. 
I would just announce them from the back. And I, I just grabbed my mic. I was like, no, what the fuck? Why are you like doing this now? Is this a joke? Or anyway, the next day there was, a, I think it was the hidden house was another mic. He gets there and he's fucking wasted. Now his girlfriend's not there, but he's fucking wasted. And he's like heckling all the other comedians, which everybody knows that's a big no-no. Unbeknownst to him, his girlfriend was in a porno, like a, like a, like recently like at that time like while they were together she had filmed this Which and one? Uh, what's, this, what's it called I'm not, yeah i'm not gonna do that because i don't <laughs> god. want like, god it's kind of <laughs> fucked up some people so he was he- he's heckling everybody but he doesn't know about this none of the other comics knew except for one guy he did know about it he just found it and i guess wanted to keep it a secret but he had had enough of getting heckled by this other comic who's like literally just being a drunk asshole so while he was on stage he literally was like, all right, you want to be an asshole? He pulled that porn up. And it's not just a porn. It's like she's getting gangbanged by, like, some big-ass dick, dude. Like, it's it's a whole thing. And he pulls it up on stage and, like, shows the boyfriend who didn't know. Wow. It was, like, just in front of everybody, we were like, holy, like, I've never, like, seen so many people focusing on, like, a tiny little fucking screen, like, on a stage. It was fucking nuts, dude. Oh my God! How do you even react to that? Like he just—he won. Yeah, I mean that's—they're uh, not friends, even though I mean they've been broken up with forever now. But yeah, yeah but there's no coming uh, back from that. That's oh, just—that's yeah. you're I'm sure destroyed. There's a few comebacks from that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's at least two. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! How do you even top? showing a, a full-length gangbang of another comic like that should have been like well that's that perfect a, roast battle material and, and obviously i'm not going to say names but that's a reason because it's like the truth was i mean ultimately she signed the waiver so it's like it's out there you can't like it's not like i'm saying anything disparaging or incriminating but it did kind of fuck her up because now the comics know about it and then she kind of became that girl in the scene you know and it was kind of sad <laughs> Me and her kind of not bonded, but like it was kind of like, a, yeah, I get it. Like it's yeah. shitty that you bonded because thing. another comic did that with your gangbang porno video <laughs> <laughs> years earlier. That's why I won't say names, but well, yeah. it, it, it would be different if it was like it had happened before they were together because I, yeah, that's something just like, you know, that's still yeah. fucked up. But while you're together and you don't know about it. Like you've been dating. Well, that's for like... a good question. Would you? I think as you get older, like, would you want to know if you, if you started seeing like a girl? Would you want to know about yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's something that you should like, at least tell you, right? Or yeah. like, because it would still be kind of like because it's gonna come up. So, you know, that's something yeah. that's gonna yeah. come up eventually. Well, the, the best time to know is know... when you're not sure if you're into this girl or not. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, that's the thing, like. Back back when I was like younger, I, I would I would say no, I would just never date that person. But now I would be okay with that. I mean, I'm with Jessica now, but I'm saying like just morally, I'd be okay with it as long as uh, you told me. Yeah, because that's right. like you gotta at least let me know so I can kind of prepare. Because what I don't want is to be blindsided by somebody like, here's your girl getting railed out. Yeah, right. exactly. That, that's third date baggage unloading. That yeah, that's some early on stuff you need to get out there because you don't want to yeah. get like six months into a relationship and be like, "Hey, I need to tell you about something," before yeah. you run across it on 
you the internet or someone comes up no, and goes, dude, hey. No, I got to go all the way. Make it your vows at your wedding, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, Show the video <laughs> at the wedding. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and please play Earth, Wind, and Fire's, um, what is it? Uh, when it was our September over the fucking gangbang. I don't know what that song's called. <laughs> what? What's that song called, Jason? There's, a, there's an Earth, Wind, and Are you saying there's an Earth, Wind, and Fire there's song an Earth, called Wind, Over and... the Gangbang? Yeah. <laughs> You're thinking <laughs> of the song <laughs> September? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Do you remember? No, we'll get canceled. Um, I'm still working on my email to Vladimir Putin right now, but... Um, <laughs> we let's do i have i have some notes that i can talk about uh jay do you do you remember this isn't even like a bad experience but do you remember the show where we went to an open mic in mobile and and we both ended up just winning 50 dollars like out of nowhere yeah <laughs> that yeah i don't even know we didn't even know that was a it was a competition that, or not a yeah we... no we just we we showed up to an open mic in mobile we had no idea it was a competition. We just showed up for stage time. It was one of those things where it's like, yeah, we're going to do an open mic. And then all the comics are going to vote on who's the funniest. And the top three winners get uh, 50 bucks. So and... just you two showed up? Well, I think yeah. they all voted. <laughs> I think they all voted for us just because we're the only ones from out of town. <laughs> they were yeah. like, oh, let's let these guys have it. I don't know. I, definitely... I mean, what's up? I've definitely been in like competitions like that where they were like, like I sh- I probably shouldn't have won, but they were trying to hook up the out of town comic. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And I-, I won first place because obviously I was head and shoulders funnier than everyone else um, <laughs> in the city of Mobile. But <laughs> head and shoulders. Americans will do anything but use the metric system. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you measure how good head and shoulders better. How many bottles of head and shoulders were you better than the other comics? Was it six head and shoulders bottles? Yes, I was. I was two Zelenskys taller. He was a boulder and six pelicans better than uh, the rest of the comics. Uh, Jason, do you have a, a funny story that you want to bring up? Not that I can think of right offhand. I mean, we've told most of the the crazy ones that we've been involved with. Um, yeah, we've told a lot of them. I'm trying to think back to the Kraken days, if anything. Really crazy happened then, but not really. Not not a lot of crazy shit happened back then, except for the night that um, there were some people there that... And to be fair, this was a nerd bar, and its primary function was for people to go there and drink, have food, and play board games. And you were there too, Krangus. I think you you remember this. What are you talking about? The people that were playing that game really loud all night. Yeah, I remember. And then after, yeah, but you're not. You can't. Yeah, I get that. That's the purpose. But the same thing as a pool hall. If you're doing a show, you don't double book those things. That's like comedy 101. You know, because and you can see it's exactly what happened. But I just lost my cool as I was walking out the door with him. I was. I just started yelling at him. I'm just like, huh? Was the game good? Huh? Was it great? Huh? And just Ernie Kennerberg yelled at him too, like on stage. Yeah, because and then uh, the owner demanded Jacob apologize to those people, and it was like, <laughs> yeah. And here's the thing: I was young enough in this industry to actually apologize to those people, and I had to like DM some random fucking D and D lady to apologize. He should have apologized then, for double booking it because he could have booked right. them on a different night for that. And then I, I, even though I decided to be the bigger person and DM this random lady to fucking apologize, 
she just hits me back just cussing me out in paragraphs and i'm like i hope all nerds die i don't know i don't <laughs> i hope we never play magic the gathering ever again i'm doing it right now yeah, that that was, how they dare playing, you play Magic the Gathering? They were playing D and D, not Magic yeah. the Gathering. That was the. I actually think because they were I, playing Warhammer 40k or some shit like that. I'm a pretty tolerant it's like, person. It's like space D and D. I'm a pretty tolerant person, but man, I really lost my cool that night, like bad. I kind of lost it this Saturday. Not really, but like uh, Nikki did great, but there was a couple at the Jack by the Track show that just. They were talking like loudly talking through everybody else's set, and uh, I just got up there before I brought her up, and I, and I you know, because I get it sometimes people for when it's not a ticketed event, I get it, you know, people aren't always there, so I just did the crowd work thing where I was like, hey guys, what's up? That's all I said, and then she just starts, what? What she got? Don't start no shit. Don't won't be no shit. Like starts just like a, like being aggressive, and I just like I kind of like talked through them for a minute, like dude, nobody's fucking talking to you. I, I'm fucked up with you right now, and then it starts to get uncomfortable brought Nikki up and then I get off I get back on stage and I'm like all right guys we have all these shows coming up and the dude started booing me and I I, I swear I threw the mic down and I was like what I swear to god I said it but the mic was down but I threw the mic down and said I'll fucking fight you outside while I was on stage <laughs> that happened Saturday <laughs> I mean that's on brand I mean yeah dude like it's I think I I get it. I know that I have a fucking reputation for just like snapping, but like golly, sometimes <laughs> which like, reminds me of the first time. I'm from dude. Like I've almost I've had knives pulled on me on stage before, bro. Like yeah, that's fucking really. Well, since we're talking about it, yeah, dude. I did a uh, there was a that same well not the same bar, but this, the the mic that I started getting good at was this place called Catalina's, and it was a. Uh, and down the shitty part of we all the comics thought this place was a, like a cover for the fucking cartel. It was like the only, it was like a shit dive bar, but the owner would always come in with his like Maserati. But like a, just a bunch of like thugs hung out there, and it was a Raiders bar. Mm, and uh, great. one night Raiders were playing, and uh, during the show, and like everybody was getting into it, and everybody like nobody cared about comedy. And I finally got up there, and I was like, man, fuck the Raiders. And this dude like walked up. He pulled out like a fucking shiv and like he's walking up to me and he's like, I'll fucking take you right now, dude. I'll fucking kill you right now. And I like, I kind of went, whoa, dude, hold on. Like, we're not in prison anymore. Let me take you to Target to go get you some new cutlery. Like, <laughs> when she started, like I saved it. That's like my big story. Like, oh yeah, that's how good I am. I was able to save myself like that. But yeah, I mean, like I've been through situations like that. I mean, like fucking the show that me and Jacob did, I got sexually assaulted just to get make sure that we got paid so it's like yeah i know yeah. that i have that reputation but that reputation is what keeps me from getting fucked over and keep and helps the comics from not getting fucked over like that is true i mean Crangus gillespie did give up his anal virginity so that we could get paid that night <laughs> well that wasn't my virginity honey but <laughs> <laughs> uh, man that that's something that you should put in a bio just be like, I'm so funny, I joked myself out of a stabbing. Yeah, it was pretty wild. But see, when it comes to me, I'm the person that always, like, uh, I don't really stick around too long, like, after the show or, you know, anything like that. Because, you know, I'm old. 
So even when I was younger, so when I was playing music, I was always the guy that left early. Oh, so I always yeah. miss all the good shit. Like whenever shit starts going down, you know, after midnight, yeah. because like nothing good ever happens after midnight. I'm at home sleeping soundly in my bed while while shit's going down. And then I in the next week, everybody's like, dude, crazy shit happened after you left. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess I missed some shit again. Yeah, I mean, it'd, it'd be like that, dude. You got you got to stay out. You got to quit getting old. You, you do have to time. stop getting old. You should yeah. you should get. I've the been meaning to buttons. talk to you about that. This is actually an intervention. You have to stop being old. <laughs> like it's really affecting your friendships and I your mean, professional I'm, work relationships. I'm gonna try. I'll try. I'll go to rehab. I'll start reversing the aging process. And uh, right, I'll send I'll send you some pamphlets. I'll stay out after midnight. I'll, I'll, see some, I'll see some fucked up shit at like two in the morning with you guys, you know, like some, you know, killing hookers and, you know, all that shit. We talked about um, this recently. I forgot about this. There was a crazy story that neither of you were there for. It was not during the mic, but it was like well after the mic. And this is a thing that you missed. Me and Chris Weatherly was sitting at the juke one night and it was like after a show, like hours after the show, we're just drinking, having a good time. And these two like really hot like Latino Latina girls come in, Ooh. and uh, they, but they're fighting. It's like it was weird. Like why did y'all <laughs> like they come in fighting? Fighting, yeah. Like, it was weird. <laughs> like it didn't happen there. Like they just walked in and we're kind of like, oh, that's weird. And, they just like, busted it. They're like, fuck you. <laughs> not my problem. They're, they're still fighting. Me and Chris are still hanging out, just like talking. They're still kind of bickering. They're not like, I mean, yeah, they did eventually start like fist fighting. But at first, it's just like, all right, whatever. And then me and Chris are talking. We're at that like corner part of the bar where you can see the bathrooms. Yeah. And I yeah. see, I see one of the girls walk out with like a like a big wad of toilet paper in her hands and just walk out. And I kind of caught it in my peripheral, and I was like, Chris, what? Look, like, and he's like, I don't know, not my problem. I was like, all right, but just take note because I feel like this is gonna pay off later. And then uh, she came back. And like they, they actually then got into a, a genuine fist fight. I still don't know what the fucking fight was about. Like whatever. But then at that, it's, so about an hour passes between like them fighting and then getting kicked out and getting an Uber home. And then I go, I have to take Tibbs home because she got fucked up. That's what it was. So I take her home or I get her into my car. And then my car was actually parked next to the, one of the girl's car. Do you know why I know it was parked next to the girl's car? Because that wad of tissue was all over it. She had went into the bathroom and shit in that wad of toilet paper and then smeared it all over her friend's car as a revenge thing. <laughs> yeah. And shit cakes if you don't dry if you don't clean it. <laughs> <laughs> shit cakes. We should make t shirts called shit cakes. Shit, shit cakes if you don't clean it clean it soon. It's in Japanese it's shit cocky. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, fucked God, up that's though true. i mean really like how fucking pissed off do you have to be that you'll go and like shit in your own hand i mean even though you got toilet paper but well, still the, right the funny thing is that i don't think she like told the girl or anything or maybe she did or maybe that's what got them into a fist fight but i like to imagine she did that secretly and then did the fist fight because it was like even if i lose i still win right <laughs> It was like a just a, like a little subterfuge that she put out there. That's such an interesting way to do it too, because if I had to conceive like how I get my shit onto someone's car, I'm squatting on the hood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like... but there's cameras out there, so 
I, I mean, nothing no one's seen before. You know what I mean? Zelensky I shit myself at that bar. Zelensky should take note. He should be shitting on those tanks. Physically. Yeah. He should. Also, I, I sent my email to Vladimir Putin and I um I screenshotted it. I'll post it on the open micers group. You guys have to join the open micers group to see the email that I sent to Vladimir. So, Jacob's room just goes black. Yeah. He's like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> I think if next week I have a new co-host, uh that apparently Jacob has not survived the week. Hey Jacob, I'm the new co-host. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> At least it's not Vladimir Putin. <laughs> But that's not the worst thing I've ever seen happen to somebody's car, though. Um, I worked with somebody, a girl, who uh, broke up with her boyfriend, and he went and got with somebody else, but then he broke up with her to <laughs> get like back to get back with the girl that I knew and the girl that he had left her for, and then he broke up with her to go back with the girl. She it's came up to work and poured acid, like some kind of acid, all over her truck. So like all the paint was like being eaten off and like all, like all the it was like eating into the actual like you know like the hood and all the shit on her car and I was like what the fuck is that man So Where she's like even Yeah, I don't know what it was. It must have been like hydrochloric acid or something. It Where was, do you even get that from? I don't know. It the was Breaking Bad Store. <laughs> the Breaking Bad Store. Yeah, that's right. Like yeah, you like, have to I like make that that was a good Deus Ex Machina in that that show where it was like, oh, there's a dead body, get some hydrochloric acid. It's like, don't make it seem like that's easy to come by. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. But um, let's see, we're we're gonna wrap up in a few minutes here. But Krangus, before we go, do you have any any stories that you want to get off your chest before we get out of here? Um, there, oh, um, that same bar, um. There was a there was a night that the one where I almost got stabbed. There was a night, and it was one of the probably the funniest thing I've ever seen happen at a mic. Um, it was a, just another bad night of just like comics. It's just comics and like a few people, but nobody cared. But then this one homeless guy came in, and he's literally like paying for his PBRs with change, and he's heckling everybody. But we're like, I mean, his life's already bad. We're not gonna like fuck with him too bad. Like whatever, it's a homeless guy. And it, it kind of became a thing where, because he's like kind of roasting people, and it starts to become a thing where it's like, all right, it's your. It starts to get fun because it's like, all right, it's your turn to handle the homeless guy. And um, with my friend, the first thing that happened, there's two mics that parts of it were funny. My friend Brian gets up again. This guy's been heckling everybody. Brian, so Brian has a story about how his mom babysat a dude with autism, and then later that they ended up fucking like. Oh, yeah. I guess he grew up. So he was telling that bit. And somebody begins it by saying, so my mom, and then the homeless guy goes, oh, man, I'm not. And again, we've already kind of gotten to know this guy a little bit. And he goes, oh, man, I'm not going to make fun of your mama. I, I promise. And Brian just goes, oh, my God, that that's so sweet. It's thank you so much. So my mom fucked a retard. <laughs> <laughs> I like I have never fallen out of my seat <laughs> so hard. Wow. So, <laughs> that's going on the TikTok. <laughs> I actually I actually have been that's Brian Carley, by the way. If we if we're doing shout-outs, that's Brian Carley did that. Uh he's also one of the producers for Big Pine Comedy Festival. But um we so then 
a few comics after that, this one guy came up. I'm not going to say his name because then I'll never hear the end of it. He gets up and he's he's the weird guy in the in the thing that he takes up. He's the kind of comic that takes bombing way too hard. Yeah. And he just gets really upset about it. And uh, he literally, I mean, we all kind of got the thing like, we're going to fuck with this homeless guy. That's going to be your set. You can try to do a set, but like you're going to end up just having to riff with this guy, right? And uh, he gets up there and he's just trying to do material. And this guy starts roasting. And he actually was roasting him like hard. Like he said something like, you look, the roast was, he starts doing a bit and he goes, hey, you look like Brett Favre's gay son. <laughs> like just the way he said it and everything. And just the fact that he's like a homeless guy paying for PBRs with nickels. We're all just laughing at that. And the guy just goes, he sees the comics laughing at this and he goes, you guys are all hacks. He starts crying on stage. You guys are all hacks. Fuck you guys. I'm going to Grand Ave because Grand Ave was another mic that was happening like right after. And he's oh like through the mic and like left. Wow. That was, that was another story that I had prepared. <laughs> I actually have some video I can, I'll have to find it. I do have some video. I didn't get like any of that specifically. We ended up getting that homeless guy to get up there on stage. And I do have some video of that. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. That should be our shtick for the Monday night show is trying to pull in a, a, a hobo off of Howard Avenue to come do stand up. <laughs> There's plenty of them. We should go yeah, down to the shell. Yeah, we just ride down to the shell station and pick a couple up and bring back to the back, back to the bar. Oh, you mean Sketchy Steve's shell? Yeah. Yeah, it's the name of that place. God, that place is. Uh, I'm sure there's stories from that place. Good God. Yeah, I um, uh, I thought about actually DMing Tom Segura on Instagram the other night, telling him to not go to that gas station, <laughs> just because I love him so much and I don't want him to end in Biloxi, Mississippi. <laughs> no, tell him that you're running a mic that he could practice at at that Shell station. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, and man, then do on. that mic. If you need to practice your hour at the at this shell station, I got you, fam. I got you. Hour. Five minutes an hour. All you gotta do is bring ten people and buy two drinks, fam. I got you. I got your stage time right here. Yeah, if you're not from the coast and you come here for a vacation or something and you go to the Beau Rivage, do not go to the shell station. Just a, just across the street. Highway 90 in Biloxi. Right. It is. Uh, you know what I do want to do? You might die if you go there. There's that pawn shop right across from the IP, and I do want to go in there one day because I bet there's a bunch of good shit to buy. Oh, I'm sure. People are like gambling and they're like, here's my boat. <laughs> <laughs> you go in there and it's just a bunch of pictures of people's kids. <laughs> <laughs> I sold the family photo album. Yeah. There's a freaking baby on the counter. <laughs> the guy working there is like, my father traded me here in 1989. Yeah. He never came back. <laughs> never got those cigarettes. Oh, and don't forget that the uh, the 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 Waffle House that's just on the other side of the Shell yeah, Station yeah. is the one where like multiple murders have happened over yeah, the last few years. Yeah, somebody got her head blown off. That's the Waffle one. House uh, Jiu-Jitsu gym. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the Waffle House that's next to the Waffle House. Yeah. It's that one, not the Waffle House, but the Waffle House next to the Waffle. It's house. the fucking murder house. Is what it is. It's not waffles. It's waffles and murder. That's what you get there. I've eaten there, dude, and only slightly bad things happened to me. Yes. Yeah, because you're being protected by the Waffle House employees that are 
infinitely more badass than any of those thugs on the streets. We should send them to Ukraine. <laughs> yeah. Waffle, an army of Waffle. That should be, that's going to be my, I'm going to build a Magic the Gathering deck of Waffle House employees. You'll never lose. <laughs> But, um, hey, your all-star special comes with a free bullet wound to the ass. That's what you get. <laughs> oh, um, I think it's about time that we get out of here, boys. We hit our we hit our mark perfectly. Yeah. Um. Thanks so much again for coming on, Krangus, and and sharing your stories. Uh, we can put this episode out a little early so that pe- we can get the word on the street about people uh, coming right. to all these shows. Yeah, we'll go ahead and, and put it out tonight. It doesn't have to be yeah. Patreon exclusive for the week. We'll just go ahead and put it out for everybody. That way we get the word out for everything. And, uh, and Krangus, am I doing, uh, have we confirmed yet? Jack's by the tracks for the 16th. So I can go ahead and start pimping that out. We did. I, it's on my, uh, physical calendar at home. But okay. We did. So yeah. Uh, everybody listening, I will be at Jack's by the tracks on April 16th night before Easter. So, uh, if you want to come hang out, get, uh, you don't have anything to do the next morning. So come out, and uh, they have, have really good fun. food, yeah. Great, su- uh, great food sushi, really good. beer, all kind of good stuff. Yeah, I've heard that they have really good food. And obviously, you can check me out every Monday night at Temptations on Howard Avenue in Biloxi. I will be hosting. And at, well, although we've had light turnouts, every show that we've had there has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Like yeah. every show that we've had there has been really fucking fun. So yeah, please now we just needed people to come. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> Right, yeah. Now we just need people to come and fucking have some fun with us. They need uh, the only, my only complaint. They need to make it a little more aesthetically pleasing. Like they need to be able to turn the lights off and have stage lights. If they did that, it would be perfect. They she bought some from Amazon that I like recommended to her. Like it's literally the same setup at the Juke, mm-hmm. and uh, like Amazon just didn't deliver. So <laughs> she's trying it again, but like yeah, she's having a problem with that. She is trying though. All right, so I'm gonna send another email to Jeff Bezos after this. Um, <laughs> Check out the Open Micros group, Open Micros podcast. It's best friends of the show group. It's linked to our Facebook page. Check that out. You're going to be able to see on that page all of the events happening here on the Gulf Coast. I'm going to share all of the events for the Juke Joint, Jacks by the Tracks, everything on that page. Go check out Open Micros podcast on Facebook. You'll be able to see all of Cranes Busty's things on there. But if you need a reminder, that's Tuesday nights at the Juke Joint at 8 p.m., Wednesday nights at Poor Judgment in Long Beach at 9 p.m., Saturday nights at Jack's by the Tracks with a headliner every week, a mic afterwards, or before the headliner, uh, at 8 p.m. every week. And uh, I think that pretty much cuts it up, boys. And uh, just let everybody know, we do, if you like these extra episodes every month, please go join our Patreon at openmikers.com. That helps keep the show going, and we do this because of you guys. So thank you to all the patrons of our show. You are all very, very lovely, and I would give you all a big kiss on the lips if I could, because we like you.